kind of in like social patterns and like speaking patterns, I definitely see myself like lowering, lowering my voice a little bit. A few weeks ago, one of my professors made a peanut butter sandwich and ate it during class and then painted his nails, so. Because sometimes <laughs> high schoolers can be rude. And we just standed, we just stood there like not like exchanging words after the fact. It was so awkward, like there was an awkward silence between us. I feel like my socialization skills have been literally worse now that I'm not like around people. I haven't been around people for months. Just because sometimes I, I'm doing this in a scenario of like going to the supermarket and like small talk. Have you carried your morning coffee into a doctor's office only to realize that you shouldn't remove your mask, so you sit there awkwardly holding it for hours? Have you had difficulty navigating new taboos around cash and aren't sure if it's more rude to throw it on the counter or to place it in the cashier's hand? Do you aggressively use hand sanitizer after every close encounter with another person, but worry that you might be offending them? If so, you might be the victim of a new strand of social awkwardness from societal exposure to COVID-19. This strand comes from being in less contact with people, which everyone had to deal with, especially student Geronimo Rojas, a Parsons student studying strategic design and management, who lives with his high-risk mom in Mexico City. I was under strict lockdown for the most part of quarantine. When I first saw a few of my friends, obviously like the whole COVID thing, incited it to be a little awkward just because like do we hug like it's just like weird i hadn't seen my these friends in like so long because they're my hometown friends so geronimo were you in a situation recently as a result of this strict lockdown one time i was with a friend and we went to this friend's friend's apartment and they invited another friend there so we were a total four people but these three people like knew each other from high school (laughs) And they were just talking about, well, like, their high school stuff and, like, different people from their high school. And I obviously had, like, just nothing to attribute to that conversation at all. So I was just, like, sitting there and just, like, listening. But I was also just, like, uh... Another student who attends College of Lake County, living in a high-risk household in Zeon, Illinois, Maya had not, has also had trouble adjusting to the new normal. This one time... I was going to the grocery store to get sushi and it was out of state. Like uh, I went to Wisconsin because I'm on the border and it just felt really weird after the election and all that stuff. And I was too scared to go in to go get sushi. So I kind of sat in my car for a while and then I, I got over it and I went in, but then there was a lot of people and it made me really anxious. So I hurried up and got out. Maya, how did it feel being in a grocery store? I was like really, I was hyperventilating and I was shaking, I was sweating and I was speed walking just so I can avoid people and avoid the associates because I didn't want to talk to them. I didn't want them asking me how I was. I even purposely went to self-checkout. Geronimo also dealt with a similar situation during an encounter with a cashier. Did this happen after you got out of the strict quarantine in Mexico City? I haven't done this in a while, and it's, yeah, small talk. I'm not good at small talk. So tell me what happened when you encountered the cashier. Just like, uh, like, I don't know what to say. You know, it's just a cashier card, and I was just like, what? 
People shopping can be in socially awkward situations, but imagine how essential workers must feel. We talked to Giovanni Martinez, an essential worker at T-Mobile in Gurney, Illinois, and a student who is attending College of Lake County. Giovanni, since you work at the mall, can you give us a typical awkward moment while being on the shift? It happen- It tends to happen a lot, especially at the mall when, um, as even surprisingly now, it's so crowded in there. Um, because since I work at the mall, we can only let a couple of people in at a time. So I'll have customers waiting by the door to come inside um, where I work. And I'm just st- like, I tell them like, yeah, you have to wait to come in before, we, you know, we have to wait till we're not like, we're not busy anymore to come in. And then at that point, like no conversation like happens at all after that. Like we just stand there like awkwardly. Like I just sit there like, you know, hand in my pocket. Not making conversations at all. It's like awkward, like as hell. And tell us something that happens when you have an interaction with a customer. I mean, there'll be times where it, like, they tend, they'll ask me something after the awkward silence, and I kind of trip on my words because I'm not prepared to answer anything. I'm like, okay, I thought our conversation was done. Like, what, like, what are you bringing to the table now? Like, what is this? Three different situations, but all of them rooted in social awkwardness. Why? Here is psychology professor Jamie Gardella from the New School to tell us what is going on with our brains. Professor Gardella, how is our brain responsible for the social awkwardness? Yeah, I mean, the amygdala, which is associated with um, fear, it's how the brain processes, uh, identifies fear. Um, And... So if somebody's feeling really anxious, there's usually a fear associated with that. So the amygdala um, plays a p- pretty big role in whatever social awkwardness ends up happening because of that. Um, whether it's the person's experience of it or whatever. What other parts of our brain contribute to this social awkwardness? Um, then there's the hippocampus, which is also involved in that fear response um that's it helps you remember things so if you're having memories of all these times where you've been um awkward socially or have felt uncomfortable and you're faced with another one then um that could contribute to how you act Okay, so there's the hippocampus and amygdala being a part of this fear response. How does the pandemic play into this? I mean, it, it's interesting because it's a, um, a reality that's created by two people sometimes. Um, like if one person is perceiving the other one to be socially awkward, it also says something about them and, and their interpersonal styles um so it could be somebody feeling that they're socially awkward themselves or it could be somebody perceiving that about another person um so there's some layer of subjectivity involved which makes it um a pretty complex process thank you professor gardella there you have it Remember, this is a reaction that your brain is making in response to being in isolation so long. You are not the only one in this predicament. You can be in the same situations as Maya, where you can't go into a grocery store, or Geronimo, where it's difficult to contribute to conversations. 
As the world prepares for the vaccine, there are going to be more socially awkward situations waiting for everyone as they slowly go back out. For WNSR, I'm Amanda Deskovich.